You guys know when you're um when you have a song stuck in your head and you for the life of you cannot remember what it's called, when you heard it, or anything else about it. Like I had these few notes stuck in my head. I cannot remember where I heard them. It must have been in a movie or something, right? Like a ba- a background song. And I can't find it anywhere, dude. Like, I swear to God, I've been looking everywhere. And I mean everywhere. I've used every single music app. I've used every instrument in my arsenal to try to recreate it. And I just can't. So, I'm dealing with that for the past... Yep, it's 12 o'clock. It has now been two days. I don't know why. Like, that song's stuck in my head. and It must be, like, the most well-known song in the world. But, like, I don't know it. Anyway, welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast. Um, I'll touch up on that later. I posted it on Twitter, and so far, uh, when, whenever I ask for things on social media, they tend to be pretty quick. So, this week, I don't have anything planned, but it looks like, well, not for the podcast anyway. I have some stuff planned. Um, I got a webcam, finally. Uh, my green screen is stuck somewhere outside of Bakersfield. I don't know what's going on, but Amazon, you know, you know, like TikTok, you know what I mean? Anyway. Before I get started, a huge thank you to our first Patreon uh, subscriber, Joseph Fister. Thank you very much for subscribing. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm... I'm ecstatic. I'm through the roof. We finally have a Patreon. Oh shit, that's awesome. Anyway, if you want to, um, uh, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, you don't have to, but it's one or five dollar tiers. That's all I have. I'm not gonna ask for any more because you know I work, so that's fine. But aside from that, there's um, there's a myriad of other things that happened this week that, to be fair, are very, very important for a very small amount of people. What do I mean by that? Well, YouTube decided it was going to make a mistake this week. And by that, I mean there are two people who are fighting. Um, very small names in the YouTube community, but nonetheless, their voices are still important. And the reason that it struck me as odd is that they sided with the person who does false copyright takedowns and is basically batshit insane. Like, I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to mention his name because here's the thing. The way it works is if you use any of his video clips or his name, he will say, that's my property, you cannot use it, and he'll sue you out of the ass for it. I don't know where he's getting the money from. He's got, um, damn, I can't even mention the YouTube name. I'm trying to be as very pussyfoot around it as I can because I don't want to ensue the wrath of this gentleman because it does seem like he has some weapons in his arsenal and he's not afraid to use them. And by not afraid, I mean... It's like he's got his finger over the the nuke button, you know? Like, he's, he's got his finger over it, and he just, he's not afraid to use it. And he really should be ashamed of what kind of person he is. Because this is the person who says, Ooh, video games cause cancer or whatever. You know, that kind of guy. The kind of person who, um... If you're bringing a guest to Thanksgiving, you gotta tell them, Hey, this is my my aunt, uncle, whatever. He's a little, he's a little weird, and he's a little old-fashioned, you know? This is a guy who thinks that... Damn, you know what? I had a whole list. Hang on. Looks like my list has been uh, torn to flames by the California fire. Oh, goody. 
Anyway, this is a YouTuber who found a loop system, or um, I guess let's say a defect in YouTube's algorithm. Not the algorithm, the system itself, which has been addressed numerous times by much bigger creators and never fixed. The copyright system. So if you know what I'm talking about, you absolutely know we're about to get into some deep shit. Why is it bad? Well, let me put it this way. There are YouTubers whose entire livelihoods depend on the on the website, you know? Like, they make money doing it, they have millions of subs, good for them. At a moment's notice, every video they have can be taken down, copyrighted, stripped of its ad revenue, and just destroyed. Specifically, if they mock or if they critique this one YouTuber. You guys already know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> Quantum. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Bit of, a, bit of a thing in my throat there. But this guy... Um, how do I put this kindly? Is a f***ing asshole. When have I ever, ever censored myself? You see? That's how bad this person is. I'm holding back right now. This is my quote-unquote gloves off moment, I guess. But yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I'm so mad I'm coughing. <laughs> but yeah, this is bullshit, honestly. That, that one's not going to be censored. The other ones are just to get your attention. You need to understand. People like this ruin platforms for everybody. This is the kind of person that raised his hand when everyone wanted to leave class and says, teacher, what about the homework? When the, ho when the teacher forgot about the homework. This is how bad that person is. This is the kind of person that double dips the chip during a party during COVID. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I think you know. Anyway, this is how bad the situation is. Millions of, like, okay, not millions, maybe like, okay, hundreds of thousands of people could potentially lose their jobs just for talking about this guy. Imagine having that much power. Yeah, of course that'll get to your head. I don't know who gave him that much power. No, I know who did. You know who did? YouTube. And honestly, I am not for it. That This guy should not have this power, period. Because obviously he's abusing it. What he does is he takes advantage of a quote-unquote copyright system that doesn't actually properly work. The reason being is that the video will get taken down regardless of what you said. Regardless. If you have, like... Fair use, which, you know, fair use be damned, because I don't know what the hell YouTube's been on. This is the reason why I'm so hesitant to go full, you know, full fist into into YouTube, because people like this ruin it for everybody. However, on this platform, whichever you're listening to, I have no financial incentive, okay? I do this purely out of passion. And my passions are ruined, ruined by people like this. These this, uh, oh my god, Quantum, listen here, I hope you're listening, stop this dude, seriously, you're gonna ruin it for everybody, we're on a sinking ship already, and you decided to poke holes in the bottom of the ship, that's what you're doing basically, and the worst part is, I'm not the only one angry about him, other people are, and they're all taking it directly to YouTube, saying, hey, why is he allowed to get away with this, other people have done it in the past, and you know what happened, they were taken down, because YouTube actually gave a damn. So I don't know what Quantum has on you, but you guys need to wake the fuck up. Ugh, for the sake of uh, the podcast, I'm going to get off that topic. I know I'd stray from controversy, but you he left me no choice, okay? That's how thats how we do it here. I guess. I don't know. I, I often say we at the Meet We podcast, but it's literally just me. And I think I say that too much as well. <laughs> well, it's actually more people now, thanks to um, the Patreon. <laughs> Again, thank you to Joseph Fister for uh, 
for subbing. You're, you're amazing. So, you guys probably remember... You guys remember the movie um, before the one that recently came out having to do with Batman. Um, you know, Joker. The one with, uh, you get what you fucking deserve. You know, that thing. Okay. So, I don't know if you guys like that movie or not, but... Thanks to people on Twitter and thanks to how widely received the movie was, how well it was uh, received, there's a second movie coming out. So you heard it here first. If you didn't hear it from me, you probably heard it on Twitter. It's I'm seeing that the most recent update of this was like five hours ago. There's a script already in place. It looks like it's being worked on and there's like there's no footage of it yet. OK, so don't go on YouTube looking it up. But yeah, um. The director of the last movie actually posted a photo of the script, and it's Joker foil adieu, something like that. Which, I don't know if you're into the the Joker movies. Um, if you are, good for you. If you really are, please seek therapy. And if you're like me, you're just you're just kind of watching, wondering what's going to happen. That's that's how I am. You know, I don't try to, I, I don't go full fist into anything because truth be told, fandoms ruin everything, and that has to do with movies, internet niches very very niches you know like stuff that no one's ever heard of you find one other guy who likes it and then it's like oh that's cool and then he's like oh but you've been doing it wrong you gotta do it this way and that way thank you reddit for ruining everything seriously reddit just ruins everything and sadly i'm back on there because again that damn song is stuck in my head and i cannot find it and i wouldn't be going to reddit if i wasn't desperate because i have had one or two sleepless nights trying to figure out what the fucking song is oh my god I swear to God, it's going to be one of those moments where r- randomly throughout the day, I'm going to be like, and then people will be like, what's that song? I don't know either. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really don't. And I'm trying to figure it out. I was hoping you'd know. Um, Yeah, that's, that's going to haunt me for until I find the song, which I hope is soon. You guys want to throw me a bone, maybe? Maybe one or two? Delicious, delicious animal... Mer- oh, what am I going off on? Okay. <laughs> I should have posted this at the beginning of the podcast, but there's um, there's a email that you can uh, contact me directly at if you have any other questions about things. Or if you just have something funny to tell me and I could read it out in the podcast. Here's the thing. It's not a temporary thing. It's going to be up for a long time. So mgsbusinesscontact at gmail.com send me an email on that no matter what it has I don't care I don't know what, wherever part of the world you're at if you got access to email or gmail whatever you could send anything there and uh, I'll see if it's good I'll read it on the podcast or just fan mail you know whatever you could contact me directly through that and it's it's open you know to the public do whatever um, send me whatever but, you know, maybe... I'm not going to say keep it PG. You guys know how I do it. But uh, just don't be weird. Because last time I did this, there was some freaky shit in my in my DMs. So, yeah. And no, for the love of God, I'm not going to read you a bedtime story or kiss your forehead and tuck you in at night. Why would you think I'm going to do that? I'm way the hell out here. <laughs> okay, um, aside from that, awkwardness. That email's up, so, you know, email me whenever, whenever. Doesn't matter. And there's, um, what was that thing? Oh, yeah, forgot. The other day, 
I had a little, um, a nice little fun day off. And I, I went to Bravo Farms. If you don't know where that is, they got, it's like the specialty store. They make cheese, they make wine, you know, the stuff I'm trying to do basically. But they've made a business out of doing it for hundreds of years. It's all very well made. When I first saw that giant cheese making machine, it was, it was nice. I looked up how much it costs and, you know, dreams took a pause for a minute. But then I realized I'm already doing that. In fact, I was supposed to wait a, a month before um, before cutting open this special cheese that I made. Um, I encased it in wax and I left it to age. However, I left it at room temperature, which I was then told by an artisan that it's going to be way, way, way faster aging. And originally you're supposed to age it for 28 days. But this is... Russian cheese. So the Russian guy that made it has a really cold room to begin with. In fact, I later I later contacted it and very verified that. Holy shit, I'm stammering. Anyway, I verified that his room is a lot colder than over here. Their room temperature is like 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Our room temperature is 70 degrees because we like it nice and um, toasty, I guess. Or maybe we're just used to a different climate. I don't know. Essentially, they're used to colder weather. So their room temperature is not the same as ours. And I learned that the hard way. However, it did work in my favor because I contacted them before the aging process was quote unquote done. What I mean by that is yes, in the room temperature, the cheese matured very fast. It's done. The wheel of cheese is aged. It is now, you know, I'm gonna eat it. However, I'm kind of nervous because when it comes to stuff like this, you guys gotta understand, it's not just, oh, you made cheese, haha, <laughs> funny guy. No, I can get botulism and die if I fucking did it wrong, okay? Botulism is a serious fucking illness because it's very rare. And the life expectancy for someone who eats something with botulism is not very long. It's more like days, okay? So if I eat this and just disappear, I fucking died. That's the seriousness of cheese making, okay? Not only that, I sterilized the shit out of everything, okay? So I'm still nervous as hell to eat it. But when I bit it, I was like, it's not as creamy as I thought it was. It's kind of dry. And then I was told, hey, this, this cheese is well done. You know, this is uh, for my mom who lived in the village. They ate the cheeses they made there. They did it by hand in a not sterile environment but, and they survived. So, you know, good for me. That, um... That drive essentially came from that because my grandma makes cheese in Mexico. In fact, we're going to go visit her in a few weeks. And the beautiful part about it is, yeah, it's still edible. And then she said, however, if you're worried about botulism, and that's the one thing I, I was worried about, I didn't know you can grill certain types of cheese. She said, if it's a little wet, you can put it on the grill, it'll heat it up, it'll cook it, and it'll actually, it won't turn gooey or cheesy like um, American cheese, which is processed. It'll actually dry up and it'll be crunchy. And it'll be more like a cheese, like like Parmesan, basically. And I am bewildered by that, that she knew my fear. Because I was like, you know, cheese can get poisoned if you do it wrong. And it's like, yeah, I know. And I did not know that botulism was still around, but I also didn't know that it's got an 80, like 95% survival rate. So it's not too bad. When you do get sick with botulism, though, if you're that unfortunate 5%, you can lose your, your vision. <laughs> you can actually go blind. You can kill over. You have double vision, actually, which you won't see twice as better. You'll see double of everything, basically. Um, 
And the thing is, people have eaten botulism like laced foods, and they survived. They were fine. The botulism doesn't affect you unless you eat something that's very tainted and not cooked properly. And specifically, botulism, the bacteria, it's a very long name, by the way, is it, it survives in low oxygen environments, which if you encase anything in wax, bam, there it is right there. It doesn't, it, 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 I don't know, man. It doesn't help that I was new to this. And so I emailed an artisan as well, just to be sure. And they said, okay, I'm gonna be honest, they were of no help. Like they basically said, well, first off, I don't know what kind of milk you're using, which, you know, gallon milk from the store. I don't know what work environment you had, which sterilized environment, so that's fine. And they said, well, I also don't know what culture or rennet you used. I mean, I guess they tried to say it in a nicer way, but I read the email and I thought, oh, fucking K, dude. You could have just told me, hey, I need to know this information. You couldn't have said, well, I don't know. It's like, god damn, dude. I don't know why I'm so heated. Maybe because I have a new um, hobby and it's just like, you know, like that's how it is. When you have a hobby, you tend to want to take things to the extreme. And by that, I mean you want to be the best at something. I mentioned in the last episode of the podcast with Balake um, that we, we both have this whole perfectionism mentality, which, yeah, I absolutely have that. And that has not gone away with anything I do. Because I also make canned goods, which that's much easier, honestly. I can make jams, jellies, preserves, whatever. The difference is you cook that stuff. With cheese, you don't heat it up to the point where it'll boil or anything. If you boil milk, it's gone. You know, the cheese is gone. It's such a weird process. And the only way to explain it is to make a video. And that's going to be a long video. Let me tell you right now. My average time for making cheese is four hours. That's a long-ass time. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll make it anyway. I also had this unusual idea the other day where I should make content on another channel. But it's not going to be like... It's going to be kind of similar to, what's the word? Um, you know when you see art students in college and they have very weird tastes? Like they make just random videos where it's like, oh, the lighting was good here, so I recorded here for 30 seconds. Stuff like that. I used to have this um, channel. I think it's the same one I have now, but it's completely rebranded and everything. But it's the same channel, same subscribers, whatever. Where I would do... Bold filmmaking is what it was called. My first video was kind of successful. I mean, in terms of like a few a few hundred views, which, you know, that's great. But it was just me cooking eggs. That's all it was. And, and I don't know why that took off. A lot of commentators were like, hey, I like the camera work here. I like the lighting. I like everything. This was around the time I wanted to go to art school. So yeah, admittedly, before the trucking, before the medical field, before anything, I wanted to be an art student. It did not work out too well because it turns out a lot of art students have rich parents that even when they don't do anything with the degree, they'll still have money. You know, like I don't have that luxury all well. But you know what? That's fine. That hasn't stopped me because I still, I still, you know, paint. I still do all that stuff. I might do that one day. Like on a live stream, just have like um, the tripod and a canvas and paint. That sounds nice. I, I, I might do that. I'm not too sure yet. If the green screen will get here, that would be nice. Although it's supposedly it's arriving tomorrow, it was supposed to be here last week, but whatever. Random bit of news for anyone who um who has a car. Um, I drive a fuel-efficient car, which it used to be good on fuel mileage. It still is, but 
I just learned that gas prices have gone up, not because of the the war in Ukraine, but just cause. That's kind of fucked up, right? Apparently, and many articles <coughs> have written a story about this, but the main reason that the prices have gone up isn't the war in Ukraine. Well, partially. It's partially the war in Ukraine. Let me tell you what I mean. We're distracted by it. Okay, everyone's looking at the news. They don't care. They just, you know, their bottom line is to make more money, which any good company could say that, honestly. That's just what business is. And, you know, in the U.S., they can do that. What am I going to do? Not use gas? On top of that, using an electric car is cool, too. But, like, fixing those things is a bitch, honestly. You know you have to take the entire front wheel off of a Tesla to replace the headlight? I didn't know that. That just sucks. Uh, that That's awful, honestly. Uh, moving on to some lighter news. Ace now has his own store. I think I mentioned it in a previous episode. Let me bring up the website just so I could, um, just so I could tell you guys what it is, you know? Because I'm very happy that he's made his own store. And I want to support the guy. So naturally, we're going to, you know, we're going to support him. And kisspink.co forward slash. That's his, um, that's his website. So if you want good merch and you like my content, you should love his. In fact, I would argue his content's way better. In fact, I'm going through his, um, I'm going through his little store and I actually have the, um, man, I love frogs mug, you know, MILF. It's the MILF mug. <laughs> Try explaining that to your parents. But yeah, that was fun when it came in. Um, I opened it and honestly, great mug. Like I, I love the design. He, he's got, you know, the tattoo frog, which if you don't know what it is, I recommend checking it out. And honestly, it's beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Ace, for um, for being awesome, honestly, for making good content. I just wanted to shout you out because I feel like I haven't shouted you out in a while. And that's, you know, that's not fair, man. Ace, great content. Go follow him. Okay, by follow him, I mean online. <laughs> like, don't, don't stalk him. That's weird. It's Ace Your Dad on TikTok or Ace Your Dad on Instagram as well. But yeah, his store is kisspink.co, which is a, a lovely name. So I mentioned a few weeks ago that Survivor Man has decided to upload all of his um, his full episodes onto YouTube, and I've been watching him, which you know, that's cool. Because I think everyone needs to learn a thing or two about how to survive in the wilderness, whether or not you're going to use it. It's just good to know, just in case. R better to have it and not need it. And I learned something that I think is actually... What's... How do I... Okay. I think it's actually useful and apropos. Um, what I mean by that is if, you, if you're like me, when you go to the woods or camping, anywhere really, you usually have a bag of chips with you. doesn't even matter what brand it is, okay? They could be plain salt chips. They could be Takis, anything like that, you know? But I've... I never thought, I've always thought how greasy they were. And um, I didn't notice that you can use them to start fires, which is very important when, you, when you're in this life or death situation. Everyone knows that. Life or death situations happen when you can't start a fire. Out here, I don't have that issue because I'm in California. If I need a fire, I just wait. Seriously. On God, I, I swear. Um, no, but that's, uh, that's a real thing. Basically, what you do is you get a bag of chips you open it up if you don't have um you know if you got stale chips it doesn't matter like they, they'll work regardless 
So basically, if you have chips and you're camping, use them to start a fire. Well, I don't mean, you know, scratch them on the floor or anything. I mean, if you got a lighter, which, you know, you could just start it like that. Or if you have something that can spark, spark it onto the chip and it will start. It'll, it'll be a tiny fire, admittedly, but sometimes that's enough to start a much bigger fire. And that's okay. If you're in California, don't start wildfires, please. Just stop. We're dealing with them way too much again. I'm saying this despite the fact that I, I don't know, man. I just, you know, I drove I drove by a field today and it was completely burnt to a crisp. Like it was literally floored. The the ground was charred, okay? This is normal here in California. We don't even bat an eye to this, but ask anyone in other other parts of the the US or, you know, anywhere basically. That ain't that ain't too normal, you know? But yeah, um the other day I drove by um a fire or where one had taken place oh, today actually is it well it's midnight so it's actually two in the morning whatever so i drove past it and it's just char everywhere in fact one of my favorite billboards which it's not really a favorite one it's just one that i always see there like it hasn't changed in years has finally burnt down how sad but yeah that happened recently and it, it was it was actually burning like actively burning while i was at work so we were essentially working under a under a plume of smoke, which I, I want to say that it's not common, <laughs> you know, but it happens quite a bit, actually. In fact, in my years of living in California, I'd say a good 5% of them have been under a cloud of smoke. Some of the fires directly affecting some of my buddies. And uh, that's when is it going to stop? You know, when, when is when are the fires going to stop? Are they just something I got to live with? I, I even get letters in the mail that say, hey, your house might have been fire damaged. Like, like it's nothing. Like it's a PSA. This ain't fucking normal, man. At least I don't think. Like in California, okay, we're used to it. I get it. Ask anyone from any other part of the world and they're like, why does it, why do the fires start? I don't know how to answer that. I've lived here my whole life. I don't know how to answer that. My entire life, from baby to adult, California. That's all I've known. That's all I've lived in anyway. Might change later. I don't know. But yeah, that's... Dude, this sucks, dude. I hate wildfires. It's funny, too, because as a Californian, we're so used to it that it's like, yeah, it's just an inconvenience at this point. But it, it really think about how devastating a wildfire is. Okay? Have you ever seen a tree go up in smoke, go up in flames, instantly topple over with the char in the bottom? I have. Many times, actually. It's not, it's not fun, okay? I hate breathing in smoke. But, like, I, I don't know. We're just used to it at this point. So you might be asking, why does it affect me personally so much? Well, truth be told, I love nature, okay? Whenever I get the chance, I go out to whatever wildlife preserve I can find. And I just walk. You know, I just go there. I like a good hike, okay? I like being amongst the animals amongst the nature, everything untouched, undisturbed. That's how I like seeing it. So how am I supposed to do that when every time I go, the place is on fire? Like, how, how am I supposed to do that? Seriously, you ever tried walking in a fire? It's not comfortable. So, I don't know if it's gonna be a big deal for anyone listening or for anyone who uses TikTok. In fact, those two are kind of like intertwined at this point. I've been sharing a lot of my stuff on TikTok uh, podcast wise anyway so okay that's 
that's besides the point. My nonprofit on my TikTok is now going to be changed to Conservation International, which, you know, if you care about nature, if you care about wildlife, donate to them. And I mean that, seriously. I get no money for this. This isn't sponsored. I don't want any money for it. I just want the fires to stop, which, you know, that's a big, big deal for me. I was given a grim reminder the other day when I saw the smoke, and I just thought, well, it's a field, so that wouldn't bother me. But I remember some years ago when I saw the fires finally burning up the, um, the mountainous view that I get every morning when I wake up. Because I'm in a unique place where whenever the sun rises, it rises behind these mountains. And that's what I see from, from where I'm at. And it's glorious, it's beautiful, I love it. And the sun sets on the other side with mountains as well. Beautiful view the entire day. I, I, I hate that we're just so accustomed to it. Like here in California, we just shrug our shoulders, eh, what, what are you gonna do? I mean, do something, okay? Now, I'm not even talking to you, you guys in general. I'm just saying something has to be done about the wildfires. They're getting out of hand. I heard some years back that it might have to do with the eucalyptus trees up north, which I don't know if you know this, but eucalyptus trees have a tendency to burst into flame. That's a real issue. So yeah, that might that might be the case. Some years back from Australia, we got eucalyptus trees and we have very similar climates, so they grew very fast here. But they're not nat they're not um what's the word? They're not native to our soil. So obviously, you know. That's not that's never a good sign, okay? If you introduce a foreign a foreign natural thing, like an animal or a plant that shouldn't be in another environment, it's gonna affect the environment in some way. And I don't mean like, oh, it'll ruin the skies or anything. No, 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 no. The trees are beautiful. I love them. But they just shouldn't be here because they're, you know, we have a dry climate and we don't seem to be able to take proper care of it. So, yeah. I'm just saying right now, California, we should probably get rid of the eucalyptus trees. Or at the very least, take good care of them. Because I, I, when I was driving up north, you know, some years back, that's all I would see everywhere. Eucalyptus trees and pine. Pine was mostly when I got closer to Portland which, you know, that was nice. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Um, I have my Patreon. Now, um, I've been posting more exclusive content on there. So there are some things on my Patreon you can only see if you are subscribed to the $1 or $5 tiers. But, you know, again, that, that's for them. Uh, you'll, you guys will get most of it anyway, honestly. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, see you guys later. Oh, one more thing. I mentioned earlier, in a few weeks, I'll be going to Mexico to see my grandma. There might be a pause in the upload because I'm not going to take my Mac to Mexico, okay? For obvious reasons. Okay, see you guys.